I'm Jared. And I'm Eric. And you are listening to the Ascend Podcast, where college and university leaders, thinkers, and innovators come to learn practical and proven strategies for improving retention rates, graduation rates, and overall student success. Are you ready? Let's go. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Ascend Podcast. I am Eric Kirby, and joining me, as always, is Dr. Jared Tippett. Jared, good to be with you today. Yeah, crazy to think. Another week. Here we go. Yeah, excited for this one. This is found under the D part of our Ascend model, data. And what we're talking about today is creating retention dashboards by cohorts and caseloads to really help staff know who they're accountable for. So, Jared, before we dive into the nuances and into the weeds on this, Talk to us generally about why might institutions want to think about creating retention dashboards? Uh, what's the point of all this? Yeah, for us on our campus, it became really important to kind of assign out all students to someone on campus. Um, if you just sit and talk about how retention is everyone's business on campus, then in the end, really no one is responsible for it, Right. And um, so we wanted to make sure that every student had a staff member within student affairs accountable for them. And uh, so that might be uh, making sure that the staff in our uh, multicultural center knew exactly who the students were that they were going to serve. Our staff in our LGBTQ resource center that they know, um, the veterans center, our, our non-traditional adult student services center, um, our academic advisors have a cohort and those sorts of things. See, we're struggling because people were doing their jobs associated with their centers or or whatever it was. But in many cases, they didn't really even know exactly which students they were responsible for. And so it was important for us to find ways to create these cohorts, these caseloads and those sorts of things, and then to make sure that the staff members knew these are your students. These are the ones you're responsible for. Yeah. So talk to us a little bit about how you created these cohorts. How are these students found? How how are they claimed? How do you know whether they belong to the multicultural center, the non-trad center, or Greek life, et cetera? And then let's start diving into what's the monitoring look like on a, on a regular basis? How do, how do we take advantage of these sheets, right? Because the data is only as good as we're going to use it. So uh, talk to us a little bit about that. Yeah. And actually, even before I jump into that, I was just thinking about this section in our book and we, we share a fun little quote in there. I'm going to pause and share that real quick. And then I'm going to answer your question. Um, this is that uh, lesson that talks about who's responsible for doing what. And it goes like this. A team had four members called everybody, somebody, anybody, and nobody. There was an important job to be done. Everybody was sure that somebody would do it. Anybody could have done it, but nobody did it. Somebody got angry about that because it was everybody's job. Everybody thought anybody could do it. Nobody realized that's everybody's job. Everybody does it. It ended up that everybody blamed somebody when nobody did what anybody could have done. Anyway, just kind of a fun little thing. And, and it's just so true though, right? When you don't know which students you're responsible for, you think someone else is responsible for them. And so back to answering your question, right? That, that's why we had to go through this process of assigning out every student. So we utilize tags within Banner to start 
tagging students so that we could pull data on which organizations, which offices, which advisors, which areas, all those sorts of things were responsible for them. And then we were able to build these dashboards out by cohorts, by caseloads, and give them to those staff members, those offices, those centers, and say, these are the students you're responsible for making sure that they persist and retain and register for the next semester. And and these are the ones that you're responsible for supporting and loving and serving. And it really helped us increase our ability to monitor these students' progress throughout their time on campus. And so when it would come to registration season, for instance, right, we would be able to go to any of these areas and look at the students that they're responsible for and whether or not they were persisting. And and so these weren't overly complicated dashboards, right? We were building these in Google Sheets and Microsoft Excel and and those sorts of things. But the important thing is just for every institution to figure out where do students belong, who should have some accountability for them. And in many cases, it's multiple offices have accountability for one student. If they're a veteran who is also a non-traditional student, um, they may be you know, covered by both those offices, plus their academic advisor, right? So maybe three people are responsible for that student, but it's still, that student is still in their cohort. And yeah, they need to nudge and, and support and love that student. Yeah, we, we've never had, or at least I'm not aware of any student leaving because they were cared uh, too much for, right? That the, They felt too much love by the institution, but we've seen plenty walk out our doors who didn't feel that anyone recognized them or, or was there to help them. So even if they are showing up on, on three different cohorts, she said, that's absolutely all right. One of the things that surprised me as well, that pleasantly surprised was how this helped these offices prioritize their outreach, how it helped prioritize which students to go after, especially if there were students, you know, as they're keeping notes of which students they've met with or interacted with, you know, after a few months, a couple of semesters, you start realizing quickly which students you've never even met. And it became a a sort of internal competition to really make sure that you're having that one-on-one connection with each of the students in your cohort. And I think that really enhanced the student focus and and care, which we were after. So very simple ways to keep your eye on the prize and stay focused on which students to nudge, when to nudge them, and, and how to nudge them by just creating very simple dashboards of who are you responsible for and, and which areas are going to go after which students. So that's it for this week's podcast. Look forward to having you back next week for another episode of the Ascend podcast. We will see you later. You've been listening to the Ascend podcast. If you've enjoyed today's podcast, we hope you'll give us a like on your preferred listening platform and leave us a review. We also would invite you to connect with us on LinkedIn by simply searching for us, Jared Tippetts and Eric Kirby, where we would love to continue discussing today's topic with you. And for more practical and proven strategies, just like the one you learned about today, check out our book, Ascend to Higher Retention Rates, Practical Strategies for Increasing Student Retention, Completion, and Student Success, which can be purchased on Amazon.com or on our website, www.tippettskirby.com. We'll be back again soon with another podcast. Until then, keep on raging.